there somewhere. Good thing, Tim. Remember, <laughs> you were packing. Yeah, I'll learn that bag. Think Tim, you were packing. Yeah, they're in that bag. <laughs> it's like as soon as you notice, know, like, oh yeah, that backpack full of like cables and stuff. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, it's definitely in there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna go really well. <laughs> well, it's a great clean start. Fuck. Okay. Yep. Effort level seventy nine percent. Most Maximum. Likely. <laughs> Most likely. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. Oh, it's so tinny. You're a bitch. Yeah, heads up. I uh, when I went for on my nap, I forgot I left the heater on in my room. Oh. The heating, and then I, when I woke up suddenly, you I realized it. I didn't. I forgot to turn it off, so it's been on for three hours. So it's warm in here. Now. Hydro bill is gonna be pretty high. <laughs> Just been cooking this place. Now, our hydro bill hasn't been that bad so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. The most recent one was only $36. Yeah. Let's let the entire world know how much our hydro bill is. Well, $36.95, actually. Thank you, everybody. Is that the exact? Oh, yeah. There's an exact amount. <laughs> Did you just look at it? No, I just remembered. Oh. Because you put it on the split wise. Because it's like, such a neat number. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. <sighs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's start this here with a little, uh, little cheers. I actually, I caught that whole interaction where, oh, yeah, it's in the bag. <laughs> I was recording that. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, I'm so excited for me to edit that part out. You bitch. I won't. Welcome back to the Wonder Boys. Well, it's welcome to months. the Wonder Boys. Welcome to the, yeah, welcome back is is a bit generous because we haven't really done much. Thank you. You need this. I'm very tired. Yes. No, we haven't done a whole lot and we've made it more convenient for ourselves to record podcasts by actually moving in with one another. Yeah, that's true. And we have like we've been living here for almost two months. Almost. Haven't haven't <laughs> haven't done one yet. We tried on Saturday. We tried to do a cosmonaut quickie, but I wasn't for the quickie. I'm more about the slow burn, you know. Let me yeah, walk it in. He wanted to drag it out, make me hurt. Um, no, I was gonna more like talk about foreplay and you know uh, really butter you up. Oh, uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot that's happened yeah, in the last two, two months. months. Oh fuck, there's a lot that's happened. Let me tell you something, Tim. It happened recently. Brett Kavanagh. Greg Havernagger. Yeah, he's a Supreme Court justice now, and he's abused people. Uh, he has. I went to Yale. I worked my ass off. When I saw that uh, that skit on Saturday Night Live, I thought it was a joke. I <laughs> yeah. thought it was like they're obviously exaggerating. That's yeah. actually what happened. Oh wow. That's pretty much like almost word for word. They didn't write that. I was going to say word for word on what what Brett Kavanagh. Welches for snacks. Yeah, and there was like, uh, there was a post I saw today. It was talking about that doctor who talked, who stood up and talked. She, uh, yeah. she was testifying or whatever. Ford, and, um, yeah, Doctor Ford. She's, uh, and it was, it was like, if this woman who's had, you know, she's a, she's a white woman, so she's got that privilege. She's intelligent. She's got that. Privilege. She's educated. She's a doctor. She's got that privilege. She's respected in her field and so on. She's, she's got that privilege. Um, if she can't uh, get, if she can't get uh justice for like what chances like a black lady have and i was like yep <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh it's a, sad justice. it's a sad state man sad world it is a sad world uh, no it's not a sad world it's a sad portion of the world where a large majority of people are shitty 
Mm-hmm. Or a lot, not a large majority. Sorry, I should say a fifty percent majority. Not even. It's just the people who are in charge. It's like the two hundred people who are in charge yeah. are pretty shitty. Very shitty. Um, Referring to the Republicans to be in charge. Well, even uh, like all of them are pretty shit. I mean, to be a politician, you got to be a bit you of a do scumbag. Have to be pretty shit. You gotta be pretty bad. like no one gets into politics because they're like I want to. Well, maybe they get in because I want to make a difference. But then it th- turns into I want to yeah, still have a job next month, so I'm gonna. We'll go for re-election. I'll sell my fucking soul if it gets me re-elected. Exactly. I get um, off on power, so you know what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, it's it's an e- it's a relatively well, I wouldn't say easy job, but it's a secure job. Yeah. The money's really good. Um, if you were at your job and you realized, oh, in four years they're gonna there's a possibility I might not have my job anymore, you'd do anything you could to keep your job. You're right, Tim. I would. I would do anything I could. Um, could and I would and I would. And so I it's, it's, I guess, uh, I guess it's relatable, but they're still being douches about it. Classic it's all, them, it's though. a bunch of old white dudes who grew up during the Depression. And they're like, oh, this is the issue that people care about. They're, yeah, 60 years ago, dumbass. Welcome to the Rage Cage. We'll start with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of rages. Uh, biggest rage, got my car broken into. Oh yeah, Pissed two weeks there. in two and two and a half, almost three weeks into living here. That was about a, almost yeah, just under a month. Yeah, and um, someone broke my car window and stole a pair of shoes out of there. Uh, that was not fun. And then uh, today, some dummies leaving the doors open in the in the apartment, like yeah. just from the parking garage up to our apartments where the elevator doesn't need a fob, so anyone can just come up to my front door, kick it down, and murder me in my bed. Yep. Um, and it's funny you say murder because yesterday, not yesterday, then Saturday when. Uh, when I walked home, I got to the front door and there was a sign on the front door talking about Recycle BC. And I was reading the sign and this guy came out with his bike and he's coming out of the little, little door with his bike. And so I held the door for him and I went inside. He's like, stop me. He's like, do you live here? It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I Here's my keys. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, just make sure you don't murder anybody in there. And he's like, actually, no, I'm not there. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, okay, this guy's a... Serial killer. I'll sure. do my best not to kill Doesn't anybody. want any competition. Oh my god. One eight hundred competition. Is yeah. that what you said? No, it doesn't just doesn't want any competition. Oh, I heard one eight hundred competition. You can dial in now for murder <laughs> competition. Yeah, I mean, come on. Sign up before We've got Saturday. challenges for every type of style. If you want to be casual, you want to be serious. I mean, it's all about If you want to be serial, we can get you in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you got your car working in too? Yeah, that was that was all right. That was all right. Not your favorite experience? Yeah. Um, Oh, things have been going well. I'm a bit sleepy. I took a nap today. I just haven't been sleeping a lot in the last few days, so that catches up to me usually on the third or fourth day, and that's uh, that's today. So I'm just um, right now, right now. <laughs> yeah, we try to organize some dinner with Tim, and uh, for the hour, the crucial timing period, I would call it before the event is actually happening. Yeah, Tim was MIA because he was snor- snoozing. I I went to on the nap at three o'clock, and I was like, I'll set a backup alarm just in case at four thirty. That's my final cutoff. Uh, but in between that three o'clock and four thirty, I got a few messages from from you, from mom, dad, like, okay, dinner's going on here, blah 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 blah. And uh, once again, hear my phone buzzing, I'm just like, I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I uh, I didn't answer them, and then I woke up at four thirty, and Luke was like, I could be home at four forty five if you can give me a ride. I was like, oh fuck, that's in like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was already I like starting to make my I was in the gym on my way to make my way to the bus to meet you at Ben Four, and it was like. As I was leaving the gym, you texted me back. I could still give you a ride. I was like, oh, plot twist. The thing is changing now. Nice. So save yourself I two bucks. Save myself two dollars something. Um, but yeah, so this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Welch's Fruit Snacks. 
Please sponsor us. It is also brought to you by Electric Unicorn. Broken window. <laughs> and it's also brought to you by Strange Fellow Talisman. What are those things? Beers. So Talisman's a beer. <laughs> okay. And uh, the Electric Unicorn, what you're drinking, is a beer too. Thank you. From Phillips. So yeah, this is our first, uh, our first podcast from the West End. Yeah, from the actual Vancouver. Vancouver. The West End's kind of weird. You got a, such a uh, mixed bag. A mixed bag here. Yeah. You got people who have been living here forever. You got people like us who just moved in. Then you got the people who. You just got fucking people. Yeah, I don't know why you moved down here, man. No, you're not a big the, fan. Of, you're not a big fan of people. It's just the people that live here. Also, Describe them, Tim. I want to know what they are. Well, it's just the people who cross the street without looking. Okay, that's people one of them. Who, um, the cyclists who are just—it's basically everybody. Let's be real. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we got a pretty good apartment in a really good location. Like we're close to the beach, close to all these amenities. Like we're right downtown, which is kind of nice. Um, and the thing like that was like I was struggling for a bit. Two months before, of course, we moved in. I was like l- seriously looking for somewhere, and I was having no luck. Like that was a fucking issue. I was I was hearing from people like all the time, like. Oh man, finding a place to live is so tough. Blah blah blah. I was like, "Why well, you just like look at an ad online? You answer it, you get the place." Um, in Vancouver, Plot twist. That's not how. The, I'm gonna let you know the, how the end of the story goes. That's not. Yeah, how it that's works. not how it fucking goes. Yeah. Um, pretty much everywhere. Like I started out looking for rooms and apartments. Like, hey, can I rent a room in like the second bedroom in your apartment? Tried out a few of those. Still no luck. Like the one I got really close to, she's like, "Oh, I just decided to go with a female roommate because I feel you know me with it. It was a it was a female." Uh, so she was like, oh, just two females I think would work what, better. What, you were getting like, a rapey vibe from me? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, make, that makes sense. Um, but uh, the other times, like, I've, that was one of the few times I actually went to go see the place where I actually had mm. to meet the person. Um, because she was the landlord, she was also the roommate, so she was, the, she was just basically renting out her second bedroom. And uh, so that was one of the few places I actually got to go to. Other places, like, you'll message them the day the ad's posted, and they'll say, sorry, we've already signed for it. Like yeah. someone's already signed, like the day that the ad was posted. Like they've gone there. If you're not able to, I had message people like, hey, can I come see the place? Like, can you be here within an hour? I'm like, uh, no. Like, okay, no. <laughs> no, I have a life. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm at work right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I have other stuff to do. They're like, okay, yeah. And then I messaged them. I was like, can we arrange another time? I'm like, sorry, it's already been signed for. Yeah. Like, what? And then so they, if you're not like there, you just don't get it. It's exactly. And then they require like a full background check. You have to give your firstborn second yeah, child. Yeah, you got to have all this info on name. hand, yeah. like ready to go. And yeah. you're just like, geez, it's such, it's not at all. It's um, a landlord's market, I guess. How would you say that? Like, uh, seller's market. Seller's That's how market. you say it, but yeah, we're renting, so. Yeah. That is a landlord's market. And, and the thing is, too, is they can just get away with shit. Like now, you said before, like your car got broken into and we said to the landlord the building manager we said hey so yeah. what what recompense are we going to get from this if yeah. that's the right word i don't think that is but it doesn't matter you guys know what i mean yeah what sort of what are we getting in return for this well just like don't and he's like that's what insurance is for i was like well the deductible on my insurance is 300 dollars. yeah insurance only covered 161 dollars, so almost less almost half of what i had to pay the insurance covered so right it was like the insurance was practically useless so yeah so so, and then you just say to the landlord, like, I'm not going to pay parking for the next couple of months because yeah. uh, clearly, like, I'm paying for nothing. They just be like, bucks. okay, we're just going to evict you. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. they have so much power over yeah, you Yeah, we're like, we're going to tow your car. And it's like, well, what? it's because of your shitty security that my car got broken into. Yeah. I'm already paying you tons of money every month, both to live here and to pay for the parking. To park. 
Yeah, and, um, then, and if I'd left my car on the street, chances are probably that it would have been the exact same. Well, if I left my car on the street, I wouldn't have left the shoes in there. I wouldn't have left that stuff in there because I yeah. thought like, oh, it's a garage. It's locked. It's secure. Oh, exactly. Um, which was my mistake. I mean, now I've Plot learned twist. my lesson. But um, but you have that kind of thing in the back of your mind where you're like, yeah, I don't need to worry about that right now because no one else, like only the people who live here can get in here. Exactly. Or as um, far as we know. As far as we know, which is mm-hmm. now not true because I've started like noticing things like doors don't latch properly. And yeah, it's an old building and it's not taken care of very well because the owner's in Hong Kong from what I remember you telling yeah, us. Yeah, from him telling us. And yeah. the building management company, they own properties everywhere. So they just don't give a shit. They're they couldn't just, care. Yeah, it's a cash cow. So yeah. um, so that's that's a bit of a problem as well where it's like, I, I, that's probably not unique to Vancouver where it's like, hey, um, there's shitty living situations for renters everywhere. Like it's spreading out to Ladner now. Like Ladner's becoming unaffordable for people to rent in. Yeah. Like, like little suburbs just outside the city. It's like, how, how, what the fuck, man? Like, how are people supposed to survive if they don't move to fucking Chilliwack? And that was like, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Um, and that was something we were talking about at dinner as well is that the people that can do something about it, the government officials that we elect to do something about this are concentrating on building NBA stadiums yeah. in Southwest Marine Drive get fucked yeah that's one of the candidates they're running for city council or whatever or mayor and Mm -hmm. like this one of these parties and they're like we're gonna build all these new stadiums and all this other shit i'm like have you built like houses for people to live in like apartment buildings that are some rezoning could you do that like they got a couple places that are like these housing co-ops where you know the rents uh according to your income or or it's rents controlled so it's cheaper it's not so expensive but there's like four buildings in the city that have that Mm -hmm. uh for 600 over almost 700,000 people that's not enough. No, that's not going to work. Nah, uh, they just like the current city council one that might be leaving soon. Um, they just said all single occupancy homes can now be converted to duplexes with the exceptions of certain neighborhoods. Yeah. But it's like, uh, how's that going to like what you're going to kind of like kind of patch the issue for a very short amount of time. Right. You need to zone for some high density motherfuckers. People want to live here. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt about that. It's not like we're, there's nobody wants to live here. Yeah. And there's also a lot of work here. Like industries here are booming. Like things are getting busier. Like, um, so you need places for those people to live that aren't an hour away. So they don't have to drive in an hour away. For sure. Um, Cause like, I mean, you look online, you're like, there's tons of places available in Surrey to rent. Like when I was looking for this place, I, I was like, I switched the filter off like, and the almost half the houses I was looking at were just in Surrey. Yeah. Because that's because they've got the space. They've, they're zoning for that in certain areas. They've got the high rises when they need them. They've got the homes when they need them, and they're they're doing because they're planning the city pretty well. But yeah. here they they want to like we want to preserve the livability of the city. We want to do <laughs> where it's like um, <laughs> listen, yeah, keep certain areas the listen way they are. Be but you're becoming a major center now. You've got to just realize that you can't be your. This isn't your grandpa's Vancouver anymore. No. This isn't your dad's Vancouver. Okay? You can't... Like, people... You go on Facebook, which is a fucking... Well, good luck there. It's a it's a chasm now where you read all these <laughs> these boomers. They're talking about, when I was a kid, we didn't have all these high rises. We didn't have all this. It's like, yeah, that's what growth is, you dumb fuck. Like, that's, <laughs> like why are cities like New York not like they were 200 years ago? Because they're, they're major centers that have grown to meet the demand exactly. of what they are. Uh, it's the financial capital of the world, so pe- tons of people live there. That's why there's all these towers everywhere. That's just how things work, man. If you want to live in a major city with all these amenities, like a hockey team, a, an airport, like all that stuff, you're going to have to expect some density. 
Um, if you don't want to live in a major city, if you don't want to live, like, I don't want it to be too dense, then move out to like Chilliwack. There, there's some nice places out there. Abbotsford, nice places out there. Um, even as far as Surrey, like nice places like that aren't super crowded. Langley, I was on Langley yesterday. Pretty spread out. Tim, you make all very valid points. Maybe I should run for city council. I agree with every single one of them. The problem with running for city council, Tim, is that you need 15 years experience and... In what? I, anything. It's just like a job application. The thing with most local government and stuff is you have to build a community of people that... Would you support you. Support you, right? And throw money at you. Fuck. And that's all these people that are like baby, like you say, baby boomers, like the 55-year-old, 45-year-old. There's a stat I read a few weeks ago, and this is going to be complete bullshit. Please, somebody fact check me on this. There's a stat that... No, don't fact check us. We don't need facts uh, on this yeah, podcast. Exactly. Good point. Uh, it was like the number of people in current, currently in government or local governments between the ages of 20 and 30 is like 6%. Right, so that's probably your people from not even twenty. It's like twenty-five to thirty that are yeah. in those, because nobody from twenty-one to twenty-five is like, I want to be in local government. Maybe there are some people, but I'm guessing those people are probably still in university too. But and then you look at the other, and it's like sixty percent of the people in governments are over fifty. Yeah, and these are the old. These are the people who got theirs, and now they're sticking with theirs. Yeah, they couldn't give two shits about the little old you and me. People who have to work for it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the problem where it's like they're legislating with a mindset that was established 25 years ago, mm -hmm. whereas the world's changed immensely in 25 years. Oh, yeah. You need people who live in these situations now, like someone like you or me who are like, yeah, sure, we live in a two-bedroom apartment. If we were on the city council, would that be so bad? They're like, they got no life experience. It's like, yeah, but we have, we have an experience that is closer to the experience of so many other citizens in the city. And we can that, relate to those yeah, citizens. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Sure, we don't have the experience, but people can learn on the job, man. People are adaptable. Um, they don't, in many places, they don't give young people enough credit um, in terms of their capability. They think like, well, they're, you know, you're only 24. Like, how? what else can you do? It's like, sure, I don't have certain things under my belt, but I can get them. You oh, know? I can work towards them, and I'll work my ass off way yeah. harder than you would ever. Yeah, people, like younger people, they're not like looking for union jobs or some shit. Like, Unions are killers. Unions I'll say are, it. Yeah. I'll say it. Unions are killers for 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 um, productivity and for innovation. Because as soon as you become that person who decides that you want to be a productive or innovative person in society, and you're in a union, you're gonna have six other people in that union saying, "They come talk Chill to the you. Fuck out. Like you don't you're making work the rest so hard. Of us look bad. Yeah, don't work too hard because we don't want to work that hard. Um, which is it kills innovation, like you said. It encourages laziness and. Sure. Yeah, you needed I don't it. Like cars. Yeah, you needed it during the industrial revolution where workers had no rights. But now, I mean, now I mean, the workers don't really have that much. <laughs> I mean, right? But it's, it's just true. Yeah, it's because human resources is to protect the company from the employee. Um, but that means you just need better legislation. That's true. Um, the government works for the people. It should work for the people. I mean, it doesn't most of the time. But you just said most of the time, Tim. When was the last time you're like, wow, I'm proud to have that government. <laughs> Hey, marijuana is going to be legal. Yay. Yay. I mean, it doesn't change my life at all because I've <laughs> never tried it, but whatever. I mean, that's like your opinion, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, tax dollars would be nice, but they're probably going to waste those anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're going to fuck it up Oh, let's somehow. spend it on a fucking new NBA stadium. It's like, we don't need one. We have a stadium already. It's called Rogers Arena. Yeah, and man. There's enough space. Just and ask indoor. the Aquilinis if you can pour more, more money into their pockets. They'll Please. be like, all right. Okay. Like, if I have to. Um... Yeah, it's uh, 
like they're developing the they're tearing down the viaducts to build more condos mm. like it'll be affordable <laughs> like no it won't it won't be affordable at all like that think about that area there's no way a developer is going to charge like oh you, you want your two bedroom two bathroom 900 square foot apartment we'll rent it to you for fifteen hundred dollars like that's not going to happen lol nope that's not going to happen and most of the places they build now there's not going to be an apartment as as big as the one we're in now they're all 700 square feet. They're fucking closets. They're tiny. Because they're catering to... Um, people who come from Hong Kong who are used to living in small areas. They're used to living in small areas. And they, I mean, they're, they don't know anything different, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, they're also they're also catering to know what they know. That's one degree of it. There's a bit of a racist factor in it there. But of course. But they're, what they are... I'll say it is because of that reason. 100%. And another reason is that they know they can get away with it. Because if you can if you can save 200 square feet per apartment, instead of getting four apartments on one floor, you can get five apartments on yeah. one floor. If you can get six apartments on one floor, that's an extra, entire, an entire extra apartment you can charge money for. Yeah. Right? They're not stupid. They realize that they can get away with that. And because they yeah. can get away with that... They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And they're going to make that extra bit of money right yeah. i mean look at what happened with the ndp government decided to launch a anti-money laundering um oh, river casino. yeah yeah or at the river and like the number of that they saw a huge dip like look at all the casino stats they saw a huge dip in the amount of money that was flowing into them that was being recorded yeah yeah because people just there's just, videos of people just showing up with bags of money yeah bags of money yeah and just yeah. standing at the table and being like Here's 20 grand. Yeah. 30 grand. Yeah. Cash me out. I've played three hands of poker. Yeah. They, not even, they wouldn't, some of them apparently wouldn't, wouldn't even play. They just walk right in. Yeah. Go to the uh, cash out desk. Like, here's some stuff. Yeah. Give me the chips. Actually, give me the real money back now. Yeah. Like, that's insane. So there's things like that. So the government can make a change. There's, we're getting pretty dark here. So there is possibility for change and optimistic things. Oh, yeah. However, yeah. somebody's going to step up and make the change. Yeah. You just gotta look I'm at the man in the mirror. The man yeah. in the mirror. I was gonna say, yeah. I'm <laughs> Fucking Michael Jackson would be proud of us. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's probably the same in a lot of other places. Like, you know, like how Vision Vancouver is like. We gotta build more bike lanes, but driving in the city is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like they don't understand because all of them cycle to work. They live in their nice Fairview apartments. That's and the they, thing. Yeah. And they cycle to work and like, this is great for us. And it's like, yeah, because you're the ones who are enjoying or reaping the benefits. Think about everyone else who has to drive into the city, mm-hmm. how much of a headache it is. Like, have you ever driven down Oak Street in rush hour? Oh, I have. It's a good time. It's a nightmare. Oh, oh, but, oh, I enjoy nightmares. I That's why it. it's a good time. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I like wake up in the middle of the night after a nightmare. I'm like, yeah, that was yeah, good. That's what I want. I really like that. Yeah, when it rains and it's rush hour, it's the worst oh. time in the world. And then they're like, well, we don't want to build highways because we don't want to de- like destroy the livability of the city. Mm. So let's say like when Oak Street's coming down the hill, like after 60th Avenue or whatever, let's say you build a nice big ramp that guides you onto a highway through Richmond. How much that would alleviate the pressure? Yeah. Like how great would that be? It's 12 blocks or whatever. Yeah. 12 blocks of ramp. Yeah. I mean, sure. Some people would have to, if they want to go to Richmond, they have to cut up the ramp. Or go over to Gravel Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you would just save some... Like, the emissions are like, oh, like oh, we, we care about the environment. Just make cars be on the, lo- on the road for less time. They're like, hey, everybody, cycle and take the bus. That's not an option for everybody. Okay, no. you just can't fucking do that. So why don't you figure out a way to have cars on the road for less amount of time, therefore less emissions and so on. Because all that traffic just sits there, just belching out fumes for longer and longer and longer because they're taking away lanes where cars would usually be 
for someone who wants to ride their bike a couple times a week. And I agree with you. So to a degree, what I don't agree with is keeping, I want, I don't, I would love to see no cars in the downtown core. What that would require is an insane amount of infrastructure around the downtown core, which yeah. they're not preparing to build. They don't want so, to build I mean, look at, we're looking at the Arbutus, not the Arbutus, the Broadway SkyTrain that's being considered now. No, it's, it's approved. It's approved. I mean, it's approved. I mean, the federal government's committed. Yeah, they've committed money to it. So, but I mean, that's one extra train to segment. one area. That's one extra thing. Yeah. Really? That's what you're investing in? One extra a thing? A lot of. A like, lot. It, twisting a lot of arms. So many arms. Um, Holy fuck. Yeah. I, I imagine there's a lot of cripples in the government right now because their arms have been twisted so many times. Yeah. I don't know how anybody writes anything down. Crazy. The thing that with that is if the downtown core was easily walkable and easily easily i don't i don't want to say use taxis or if we had a ride sharing some kind of mm-hmm. only specific cars are allowed downtown if you look like at london, street yeah if you look at london for as, as an example in order to drive in the center There's inside the m yeah inside the m5 or whatever the ring highway is around the city you pay an extra tax to be inside there yeah so there's very little, not very little, there's still shitloads of cars, but before that tax came in, there was, was way more. Yeah. yeah, so now people are finding alternate routes. The thing with the alternate routes in Vancouver is, where do you, when you drive from South Surrey and whatnot, the only place you can really drive to is Bridgeport. Yeah. Bridgeport is gonna get full up at some point. Yeah. Uh, it does in the morning, I'm sure. I'm it is, sure. It's full, like you go to the top level and you're scrounging for a spot. Yeah, if you're not there before a certain time, you're not getting a spot Yeah, you're there. not getting a spot and then you have to park somewhere else to try and take the train in. Exactly. Otherwise, like they're not building parkades, they're ripping them down. There's a parkade they just ripped down across from Waterfront Station. Yeah. They're ripping parkades down so they can build condos. Right. And it's that like, no one can afford. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, where are all these people gonna park? Man. Exactly. Cars are in. Okay. No. Okay. No, those people, those people, if they can't afford to have those condos, should go live in Surrey. I think they're trying that, but they still work in Vancouver. Yeah. That's where the jobs are, bro. It, yeah. And then no, Amazon's committed to bringing another 2000 jobs or something in the next four years to yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. And I don't know where those people are going to live. Yeah. And if they are going to live, because that's the thing with Amazon employees, they make a ton of money. Yeah. Right. Amazon's a big company. They pay, they play in their employees really well. So all those people are going to suck up all the condos and the people who can't afford to pay those high prices are going to get knocked out. So you're replacing 20,000 or 20,000, 2,000 middle class people paying an average amount of rent with middle upper class people Mm -hmm. who can pay more rent. And then now the rent price around that area is going to go up because developers and landlords and think, oh, I can charge a little bit more around this area, right? I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the scenario and it's just an theory. All I'm saying is, Shit is quite broken in Vancouver. And the thing is, we're such a new city. Like you said, you brought up New York before. We're such a new city. We should just be copying what other cities are doing. Yeah, you can pick and choose from the best of the world and just be like, yeah, we, we should do this. You're, you don't have to create new ideas. No. Everybody's thought of shit well, in other it's countries. It's like how they're, the whole compass card system for yeah. the buses where they're like, we need to create our own system. We're going to create it ourselves. And you're like, you know, they've done this already all over the world way better. Uh, just ask someone to borrow their system. Please. I mean, it's not the cities that own them themselves. It's a company. So you just ask the company, hey, will you take care of this for us? Like, yes. Here's a billion dollars. Yeah, here's the money. Uh, Do you take care of it? We'll see in whenever. We want it done in five years. Okay. Yeah, it's that. I mean, it's not that simple, but at a high level, it's pretty fucking simple. The company will figure it out. Private industry is way more efficient than public Oh, yeah. Speaking of private industries versus public industries, bus drivers. Ooh, yeah. How about them? 
I had the scariest bus driver the other day, oh like God. the scariest. So the bus, the only, I take the bus a very short amount, like a very short distance. Like one down, just one, one street? Yeah. So basically I get on the bus at Granville and Davy, and I get off the bus at um, Abbott and, uh, what is it, Cordova. So it's, it's probably, it's down Granville all the way to Cordova and right on Cordova. Well, this guy driving the other day, last week on Wednesday or something, I don't know if he had a V for vendetta for the entire city of Vancouver. Oh, Jesus Christ. But good Lord, this guy was on a mission. So first of all, he pulled off, pulled over to pick me up. I get on the bus, a block, as I'm getting on the bus, there's somebody pulled over on the right-hand side on Granville with his hazards on in front of the bus, maybe two or three cars ahead of the bus. Yeah. Um, so there's enough room for the bus to go around. So the bus, instead of going around him, just lays on the horn. So this guy's with the hazards on is in his car, like obviously and lays on the horn again. The guy's half off the street, half on the street and yeah. on the Granville like parks there. Yeah. Um, and so he's laying on the horn. You can just see the fucking bus driver just getting agitated exactly. with this motherfucker. I don't know, blame him. Like the I guy's know not why supposed the car's to be there. It's the Howard Johnson hotel. Exactly. So that yeah. guy's waiting to pick somebody up. So the bus driver's laying on the fucking horn, laying on the fucking horn. So eventually he decides, oh, I'm just going to go around him. Turns left, doesn't shoulder check or check his mirrors or whatever, almost clips a car that's coming by him. Yeah. Jit barely misses that person, goes into the left lane, goes around this guy, doesn't even get around him because now the light's red. So now, we, now we're sitting on the bus and we're next to the guy who's parked on the on the side of the road. And so we're seeing this guy. And then the person who's picking up from the Howard Johnson Hotel yeah. gets in the car and this guy takes off. Now he's in the right-hand lane. Mm-hmm. So we start driving again. We're in the left-hand lane. The bus needs to go into the right-hand lane, right? Because they have to drop people off and pick people up. Yeah. He just, again, so this person's in that lane. They're even. They have nowhere to go. And this bus driver indicates, goes right, looks at this guy, can see him. To his directly to his right and starts honking at him again and i'm sitting in the bus like what the fuck yeah. is going on like relax like he's gonna move oh, yeah. eventually yeah it was your choice to be in this left lane you could have been patient waited for this yeah, guy man uh, i realize you've got a schedule to keep in that shit but holy mother chill but out but even then if you're doing a bus route downtown the schedules everyone gets it it's you're gonna, gonna be get late. there you're gonna get exactly there. so anyways that was one example and then he honked a couple other times and then he turned, he made the right turn from Granville to Cordova and almost clipped a couple of pedestrians. And I'm sitting there. I don't know if you've ever been on one of those bus rides, but it's the most terrifying thing. Yeah. You feel like you're, you're an accomplice. Out of yeah, you're out of control. You're a, an accomplice. And I, I really wish there were, I'm sure there is a place, I just didn't look it up, to complain. Oh yeah, there probably is. There could, must But be. don't complain to TransLink. Complain to the Coast Mountain Bus Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those are the guys who are employed, who are employing them. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Like I've had to park my bus on Granville at that spot before because there's nowhere else to park right. to pick up people at that hotel and bus drivers, they, they honk, they see you coming out with someone and they honk at you. You're like, just go around, man. Or just wait like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, can you just see it from my perspective? Like we're both professional drivers. Like when we learned, uh, our like driving skills, we did our driver training. Um, the, our instructor is basically like respect other professional drivers. When you pull up to an intersection, leave about a car space between you and the line because maybe another bus is coming around the corner. They need that space to make the turn mm-hmm. so on. Like do all that stuff. Let city buses out when they're indicating to come out and do that kind of stuff. Like respect each other. But sometimes the city buses, they feel like they're just the only vehicles on the road that have this ultimate right you know, like I need to be in this line. Like if you need to curve out a little bit, like not many cars use Granville street no. besides taxis and buses, man. Yeah. It's not like you're in, in super traffic where you have to get your, like wedge out, uh, and wedge back in, uh, like on Pender street, for example, I, there's a couple of hotels down there that I have to pick up, but I have to park in a no parking, like a no stopping zone. So right. Not even no parking, just no stopping. Yeah. So I have to get stop, throw my hazards, go in. 
and the poor buses because Pender's pretty busy. They have to like edge out and then edge back in uh, in all these vehicles. Edging. (laughs) uh, Just to to, like, you know, get around me. And I feel bad. But then again, it's like, where am I going to park, man? I got to pick people up. This is the place I got to do it. I got to do it. So I got to do, I got park anywhere lights. I'm going to use them. Plus, and I mean, they're in such a hurry. Uh, um, you what, you're going to save yourself, what, five seconds? Uh, it's just in the great, great scheme of things. It's better to be, there's this, have you seen the movie Sully? Yeah, I saw with, it. Uh, Tom Hanks? Yeah. So there's a, uh, he reads this little card or something or some kind of memo in the movie and it says a delay is better than a disaster. Yeah. And I actually wrote that down on a poster. I've got it stuck up in my room because, I mean, for work, like I use it just in, in life. I'll try and use it. A delay is better than a disaster. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing that's worth, you know, getting into a, there's a no time, or, no amount of time saved is worth killing somebody. Yeah. Or severely injuring somebody yeah. or, you know, crashing your bus. Say if you crash the bus, there's a whole insurance incident. The yeah. police will show up. People on the bus are delayed. Like. Also, the guy's got to realize, like, he's driving this bus. Look behind you. There's 50 people on that bus, man, mm-hmm. if the bus is full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like 50 people on there. You're responsible for those people's lives, man. Like, you hold more responsibility than you realize. Yeah. Or maybe they do realize and they like the power he trip. He does realize and he know. just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Because he's just an asshole because bus drivers get paid well and it's a fairly easy job. You hear I, that, I, bus drivers? I, I wouldn't say that it's an easy job. It's, it's driving a bus is hard, but, I mean, they get paid really well. Agreed. And uh, you can get you, if you're paid really well, just have some fucking patience, man. There's no rush. Like you're the one who's there every day. Like if you do that to yourself every day, you're gonna have an angry life. You're gonna like I when I'm driving home from work, I'm pissed because it's my time. But when I'm when I'm at work and I'm driving my butt, I'm like I don't give a shit because I'm like I'm hourly baby. <laughs> I'm, I'll take my time. I'm I'll get there baby. when I get I'm, there. I'm paid. I'm paid by the hour. Yeah, baby. that's what really freaks me. Not freaks me out. Confuses me is that they don't get paid commissions for being early. It's not like the best, not like Transit yeah. or Coast Mountains. Like, hey, like, guys, hey, great job. For every time you guys are early, you'll get an extra $20. Well, even being early, I mean, it, like, if you're scheduled to leave at a certain time, if you're early and you leave early, like, you're fucking someone over. That annoys who, me more than them being late. That yeah. annoys me more than them being late. If they're late, it's like, okay, whatever. Whatever. I'm but glad if, I was here. If you leave early, like, what the fuck, man? If I see a bus leaving and it was scheduled to leave two minutes later and I'm about to cross the street to catch that bus, I will, I, I would, I'm so furious. Yeah. It's like you. Son of a bitch. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably not. Your mother's probably really nice. And that's yeah, fine. I mean, she's probably a nice lady. She's probably, probably I mean, lovely. She's a really good casserole. Tuna casserole. <laughs> Tuna casserole. Tuna casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Just starts swinging. <laughs> Tuna casserole. Uh, Bill Borg, come on our Bill podcast. Bill Borg. Bill Borg. I have another story. Well, it's not a story. It's more like a... Just a, an insight into the world. I've had a lot of e- issues recently with Instagram. Um, so the first one, that's not an issue. It's just like, it annoys me to know. I mean, Instagram's this like, uh, this thing where it's like, I'm complaining about it, but like, it's it's like extra. Exactly. It's like, why am I complaining? I'm like, why am I complaining? But I'm also going to be complaining about it. So I wrote this down and I'm going to, hopefully it reads as well as I thought it would. So Instagram is bringing the worst aspects of field, field society, female society in the social media world. Like I just bringing out the worst in people. Hmm. So as an example, back in the day, people would be so excited to see each other in person and be like, wow, it's been so long. Let's catch up right now. Let's do that. Right. Back in the day. However, now with Instagram comments, female specifically, I'm saying there might be guys who do this too, but majority stereotype though. I like that. Okay. I can stick with it. Females. Perfect. Females will post a mildly inappropriate picture. 
meant to attract attention to themselves. Oh yeah, boobs. Oh yeah, there's boobs, there's butts. There's a... And then some other female will come along and just post, I miss your beautiful face. The face is nowhere to be seen in the picture. Yeah, you know, you know what boobs. I'm saying? That's boobs. And then the OP, the original poster of the print of the picture. Sorry, yeah. I don't I don't know who our audience is. Yeah, I mean, here. I gotta figure out the ling- the lingo here. Um, and then the original poster will be like, "Not as much as I miss yours, you whore," or something along that lines. Like right. insult them to their face. And I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, why? Do, first of all, why do I care so much? Like, why do I care about this little interaction? Yeah, this whole uh, that, that Instagram thing. And you see these these posts happen generally on people you see in their posts. They hang out a lot. So when they miss each other's face, like how long has it been since they've seen? Also, can you not just text them that? Right. Why does it have to be in an Instagram comment? Not just say like, hey, man, you want to hang out? Yeah. Cool. Not as much as I miss yours. I always see, I see that. Not as much. You, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're more be- Look who's talking. That's my, that's one of my fucking favorites look who's talking you know, who's talking you fucking bitch you fucking bitch uh, and I don't know why I, I just uh, I think I know why it's because at some point in my life I will have to procreate one of, one of these uh, yeah. females fanbots and 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 the pool of non-Instagram bullshit women is getting a lot smaller oh right? yeah hey I've I've got one which is nice okay uh, she's not. No I wasn't bullshit. quite finished, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, I, I'm just feeling like I'm here. We're we're talking about this stuff right now, and I'm just thinking of this Brett Kavanaugh thing. I'm like, in 20 <laughs> years, if one of us decides to become a Supreme Court justice or whatever, which is unlikely. Yes. But uh, imagine people just pulling these these podcasts <laughs> up. Like these guys are so misogynistic. And it's like, okay, I, uh, it's meant in good fun, of course. I don't want to say I'm not misogynistic. Everyone's got a little bit of racist in them. Everyone's got, got a little bit of sexist in them. Yes. We just happen to have a lot more because we're straight white males. The the thing with this comment and this is I for jump, majority of it I see is females doing it to one another. Yeah. And I just bought it just bothers it's me. It's a weird like, trend. It is a weird trend, right? And I don't I don't know why they wouldn't just like you say, why don't you just send each other a text? It's like those balloon those fucking birthday balloon. Yeah, that's it. another one. Thank the, you for bringing that up. I'm turning 24. Oh, good. You can count. Oh, excellent. <laughs> like you've, you've got the fucking balloon. Great. You can put, you can buy the number two and you can buy the number four. And now you've got both. Great. Oh, good. Oh, they're next to you. Oh, great. I was going to say, and you can save them. And they're holding onto the strings while they're not looking at the camera and smiling. And they're laughing at a joke that was told off screen or off camera. Like, oh, and you're like, and okay. And it's funny because they all know. They all know it. They all know that That's other people basic do. basic as hell. That, and that it's, it's not even like basic. It's just normal now. Like that is that is the norm. This is what people do when you're taking a picture for 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 Instagram. Ooh, I've got a good segue after you're done. Carry on. I'm done. Let's do this. Okay. So uh, last week, Jay Z and Beyonce were here, but Who's she's that? not known as Beyonce. Who's um, she known as? Queen B, to every woman in the world apparently. So, uh, I will say she's got some good songs. She's Agreed. a talented artist. I agree. Um. But there's this <laughs> level of worship. But. Uh, so there's a big, that was a hard butt right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hard butt. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this level of worship that has accumulated around Beyonce now, where you know they're calling her Queen B, and um, you know they're, they're they're talking about it like she can't do no wrong. And I brought this up to Sarah, and she said, uh, "Yeah, well, Lemonade was an amazing album. It was, it was really great." And I was like. Cool, I haven't listened to it because it holds no relevance to me, um, but I'm sure it's great. Uh, it's about her husband cheating on her or something. 
I think so. Uh, so yeah, Let's her, pretend. Like, Jay-Z cheated on her, but, you know, she's he's still with her. So, I mean, who's the real dummy here? Um <laughs> She was just realized I need this. I need this motherfucker to sell more more concert tickets. Um, There's also a theory that that was a publicity stunt. To a publicity, sell. Most likely. Um, I mean, I can't imagine that their life is not amazingly manicured by a PR team. Agree. Everything they do um, because they they're raking in the money. So um, yeah, it's just I was reading all these all these people going to this concert and they're they're posting about it. Um, of course they play BC place a massive stadium, 50,000 seats. Like you can, you can get tons of people in there. So there's all these people going there. You're like, oh, I'm so excited to see queen B. Oh my God. She was amazing. Oh my God. I'm crying. It was amazing. And it's just like, ah, uh, is there anyone like a lot of guys, if you ask them like, what's like, what's a guy that you like a musician over. you look up to and people are like, oh yeah, like Dave Grohl or, or like something like that. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't worship him. They'd be like, yeah, he'd be a cool guy to get a beer with. I'd love to meet him. I'd I wish love he could show him. me some drum I'd, skills. I would just tell him like, hey, I like your music and you seem like a fun guy. Um, but not this level of worship where they're like, I, I would vote for Beyonce for president. Where it's like, she's got no qualifications. <laughs> like, I'm talking about like how we, you and I could run for city council and right. have no qualifications. But people are like, let's give her the highest office in the world because she, you know. Wrote some lyrics. She down. can sing um, really well. She can sing those lyrics that she wrote down. I agree. I'm, I mean, I'm she may not even have wrote them. I mean, she's that's they, a good they point. Most actually. likely got songwriters too. Yeah. I mean, there are people who are good at writing songs, but they're ugly as fuck and they can't sing. So. Did you? Did you? That's real. Can you smell that? It smells like the aftermath of a truth bomb. Is that a truth bomb? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean, well, like this new movie coming out, A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, nice. and uh, people are saying like, oh, it's so great. Uh, and at dinner, um, it came up. I was like, oh yeah, maybe it's a bit of a chick flick. I'm like, it is a chick flick because. It's about this, this like I, I watched the trailer and I feel like the premise is that she's an artist, she's a singer who's being passed over because she's not beautiful enough. I was like, Lady Gaga is pretty good looking. Agreed. Okay. So she like, you look at her, she's a pretty good looking lady. Like she's not like a 10 out of 10, but she's like, she's up there. And you know? I'll give her, she has the most amount of talent and creativity. She's a really good singer. And yeah. like, she's got like her, her songs have evolved over time, which is good. She used to be this pop music star, but now she's like more of like an Adele type of. Yeah. Um, singer star and that's really cool but people are like yeah like oh my god she's amazing she's the best and it's like this level of worship where it's like oh my god she is literally my queen and it's like okay um all right (laughs) like i I understand having idols and stuff like that but to the level that like beyonce has risen it just seems strange this pedestal that people put them on and the thing is now with them and Beyonce then. it's almost like self-aware too because yeah. people like know that it's so ridiculous that they put her up there and then they're like they just lean into it double time I, I think that's the thing is like a lot of people lean into that weird fantasy now as well that they're um, like unbelievably perfect yes right? and and it it doesn't help that we have all these soundboards everywhere where people can just bounce this this and it keeps getting reverberated echo chamber echo chamber sorry not soundboard but yeah it keeps getting reverberated toward them and it it affirms their their belief and and you put these people up on a pedestal so now if like you said if jay-z and beyonce were not covered by a pr team that was doing work every single hour every single day to keep their image intact yeah as soon as something slipped that they would go that they're gone there's going to be a huge tear in people's mindset of these people but they're just human, after all. Yeah, they're, they're just people. Right? Daft Punk said it. I mean, yeah, that's true. 
I mean, I would suck Ryan Gosling's dick, but like, obviously, I'm not gonna put him up on a pedestal. No, but I mean, first man comes out this Friday, just and cool I might, I might yeah. have to. So, uh, whoever's producing that movie, please sponsor us. Yeah, please. Sony Pictures or whoever. Yeah, <laughs> Universal, um, Warner Brothers. Fox, I don't whatever. know who the fuck it is. Disney. You guys um, do a lot of whoever's stuff. Whoever's got the money. Um, yeah. yeah so. Uh, like there's people who I admire who I think are really cool, but it just seems it's more it's not so much that it's like of course people are gonna have idols, they're gonna put people up on this pedestal, they're gonna have celebrities or or, mm-hmm. or public figures that they look up to, um, like Neil deGrasse Tyson or whatever. But um, great example, Timothy. Like yeah, because he's a smart dude and he, he he seems really fun, uh, and he's the director of the Hayden Planetarium. Like that's a cool job to look up to. Like the dude looks at at fucking space shit all the time like that's that's dope um and that's you know, how much we can just theoreticizes about physics and stuff like that's really cool um but it's not to the point where it's it's cultural i think now it's become a cultural thing yeah. with beyonce yeah um and like lady gaga and with it's like and the kardashians too oh so my like you God. can look at you can apply this to any kind of major movement in pop culture whether it's realities music jersey shore yeah really, like where they push these people up on this pedestal like um was that yeah i said lady gaga beyonce the kardashians like people like they think like oh the kardashians can do no wrong everything they do is perfect and like everything they do is imitated by like the general like a whole generation of people yeah um where yeah it is a cultural thing now like their existence is cultural and you're like wow what how how wow they're just pretty yeah and then like they just have a tv show like that's how it's starting like sure they've they've branched out they got like brands now that like makeup or whatever but they're brands um, they themselves are brands and yeah. it's become, yeah, it's, it's become this thing where people, they've put them up. So it's become more obsessive than it has, has ever been. Well, look at, I mean, we can use an example of a fall from grace as Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. Everyone had him up on this huge, he was the king of pop. That well, was literally his of, name. There's a lot of pressure on the guy though. Exactly. And there's a lot of, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of pressure on Beyonce, on Jay-Z, on the Kardashians. If they make any small mistake, what they have the power of or what they have the advantage in is that he saw what happened to Michael Jackson. He saw what happened to Justin Bieber. Yeah. Justin Bieber still has a huge following, but he did turn into kind of a douchebag. And right? what's he been doing? Like he's been off the map for a couple of years now. Or not years. I mean, he's just out of the news, right? Yeah, he's just, yeah, just kind of not. He's apparently he's engaged to somebody and doesn't want to get a prenup, which is fucking stupid because he's worth millions yeah, and she's, she's worth. She's going to ravage him. Oh, she. Oh, the term. Guy's 24. He's my bum age. rape comes to mind. He's my age. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you look at those and then those people like the Kardashians and everything have the power of attorneys. They have these huge law, law people that they can pay for. Yeah. They have these huge PR firms that they can pay for. They're probably never going to mess up because they were smart enough to, yeah. to, to get up. And yeah. you look at people like Logan Paul in January had that oh. big thing where he was huge. He still is huge he now. Still is huge, but he's got this, like there's a stigma attached to his name. Exactly. Um, exactly. Just because of that one thing. One incident. And Logan Paul has this thing, such. So it's 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 very interesting to see how we as a society build these people up like that. And yeah. like you said, it was it was all over Instagram. All these females and friends of mine that are not friends, acquaintances, people that I follow on Instagram, holding these people up, yeah, to this light. And yeah, like you said, you've got to have idols. You've got to have heroes. You've got to have something. To look yeah, up to. I mean, but yeah, holding them up as like a, a Tyson, bitch. deity. That's yeah. essentially what you've, you've, you're creating, like you say, a culture. I think it's more like yeah. a religion because yeah. if everybody starts believing the same thing, then you start creating a religion. Or Do something you know? similar. To, or, or something uh, similar. A religion without the deity would be a cult or something. Maybe. So, yes. Sorry. Yeah, it'd be a cult. Um, but calling Beyonce fan cult, fans cultists might not be our best 
our best move here on the podcast. We've 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 literally we've said we're dug shit. a massive <laughs> hole. We took a massive <laughs> hole for Let's ourselves. pull ourselves out of um, it. No, I have uh, I have one other thing about uh, Twitch streamers. Oh yes, yes. Go so on. I watched this. There's a very popular Twitch streamer. I forget his name, but he made a video uh, a few days ago about how much money he makes as a Twitch streamer. Oh wow! Which he said other Twitch streamers told me not to do this because they make a lot of money. So he was talking about uh, views. You don't get tons of money. You make a lot of money off subscriptions and sponsorships and stuff like that. So he said for sponsorships, you can get a, a, like a game company will pay you to play their game on your stream and they'll pay per the hour. And they'll use, he said they can pay between a thousand dollars and $10,000 an hour for me to play their game for an hour. So he's like, that's one thing you could get. He yeah. said subscriptions on Twitch, you split it either 50 50 or like 75 25 with, with Twitch. Right. Uh, the cost, cause like subscriptions on Twitch, I think you have to pay. Like okay. certain levels of subscription, yeah, you pay yeah. like three dollars or whatever. So then he would get like say a buck fifty or two bucks, and Twitch would get a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, but you say you have over a hundred thousand subscribers, like one fifty times a hundred thousand, you're gonna make some some sweet cash. Um, so he said he can make upwards of ten grand a month minimum. Yeah, as a Twitch streamer, um, and he's on the low end. He said. He said, if you look at the highest earning Twitch streamer, they've got twice as many subscriptions as the next two people combined in the list. And he said, those people make a lot of money. And he was talking about how this, how it's become this thing where people are trying and trying and trying to get a following on Twitch, and they're, but they can't because now you've got all these established names and they're the ones who are soaking up the market. Yeah. Um, and it's creating this like desperate, this like desperate clamor for people like starting their Twitch channels. They're like, hey, come watch my stream, blah, blah, blah. Uh, while some people are well-intentioned where they're like, oh, I actually want to do this. This is actually my hobby. Others are just trying to do it to make money, make money. And uh, it's creating, again, it's like this unachievable uh, standard set by the Kardashians or Beyonce yeah. or whoever. It's a similar thing, but just in a different medium um, being video games. The original medium for that is the advent of YouTube. So we had those original big oh, eight personalities yeah. on YouTube. And they were yeah. sucking up like the, the uh, that's kind of dissipated now. And I think the same will happen for Twitch as well as, is Twitch will figure out a better, or actually I think Twitch got bought by somebody, yeah, their own by Amazon or something. Um, I think they'll figure out a better business model for themselves, which will start to quote, hose the stream, the, like the streamer now, the way you explained it to me is that they make more money than Twitch does. But if you look at, um, YouTube and YouTube's policy changes over the years have actually enabled more users to become popular. It's allowed for people to become, again, you still got all these people who are creating content that aren't getting the views that they need or that they want or um, that they deserve. Right. It's very hard to get that, um, that following on YouTube now because there are big oversaturation, there's oversaturation, these big players that suck up the market and and it's just something you got to deal with you've either got to have something so unique or you've got to be so funny that you've got to so be passionate or yeah. something or, or have such a unique angle exactly and you got to put tons of work into it it's not something you just do overnight yeah and i think that's i think that's what everybody expects it to be is yeah if you want it yeah, to you be have a, lightning in a bottle it should just happen right away right, right. no and you look at these twitch streamers saying like oh i can't get my stuff off the ground are you Twitch streaming for nine hours a day? Yeah, it's no. gotta be. It's gotta be your job. Yeah, and the pro, that's the thing is like people don't have time for that. No, like you, you need to sustain yourself in the meantime. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a problem. It's a big it's problem. It's a problem. 
and a lot of people are coming to like where it's like you have a YouTube channel, for example, and they come to expect like you should be posting videos every day. Where it's like, what? I, I can't, right. I can't. That's I honestly uh, yeah. just can't handle it, man. Like that. Who has the time and the nobody the capability? Has nobody does. But I'm sure you guys have enough time to listen to the Wonder Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, are we? We're looking to wrap things up here with our uh, yeah. I'm out. Our back it. Our intro ideas. To, perfect. I am too. So. Um, that was that was interesting. It was all over the board, but it was good. It was good. Two months. Uh, we come back after two months. We just started complaining about stuff. That <laughs> hey, was it's the Wonder Boys podcast. I mean, it's the Wonder Boys podcast. So what, what do you expect? Do you want to agree with our podcast? Hey, if there's anything, so we've we've said a lot of things in this podcast that were quite controversial, and I'd like for you to uh, to respond to us because I'd I'd love to hear your opinions. I'm all about changing mine. Change my views. One of my favorite subreddits on Reddit. So if you can, no, if fuck, you I'll can. never change my views. Get out of here. <laughs> I will. Tim won't. Yeah. Um, yeah tweet at us. Facebook at us, text me, sext me, do whatever you want to me, you know, and, uh, and I'll respond hopefully. So thank you very much for listening guys. And thank you, Tim, for finally moving in with me and recording a podcast. Yeah. We, yeah, we worked hard at this. This was, uh, this was a great effort. It took us two months to set up this equipment. We would only plug in one cable at a time every day. <laughs> even so, then we were, we were far behind schedule. We didn't, yeah. yeah. This was a tough one. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Like we'll, uh, we'll see you next week when we record another episode or you'll hear us. Yay! Change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turned up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street. Not enough.